A Shot of Wrestling, episode 19, and away we go. Coming to you from Omega Studios in New York City, it's A Shot of Wrestling. On tonight's show, Jerry Lawler and Roman Reigns get suspended. Raw cheers and heals. And games with Michael Hayes. I'm the Green Man. And now, here's your host, the man holding his breath for CM Punk's MMA debut, Michael J. Putty! Oh, uh, Michael, stop holding your breath. Yeah. Mike, you're turning purple. Mike, you're, you're turning purple, dude. Yeah, right, really, we gotta do the show. I'm really, really holding my breath on that one. <laughs> Where are you really? Yeah, really. All right, how you doing, my friend? Um, you know, I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm not I'm not soft. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. A lot of stuff has happened since the last time we got together. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Of stuff. It's gonna be a jam-packed show. Yeah, and let's just go right into it. You know, let's just, like there's not much to waste. Let's start no. with your new segment. Um, words of wrestling. Yeah, you know we have to give you a. There's a lot of terms out there that pe- we're gonna use on the show. People use that a lot of people don't know. So we're gonna, you know, yeah, you doing? You know, <laughs> explain them to you. So this week's term is Mark. Mark is a slang term that describes a fan who idolizes a particular wrestler, promotion, or style of wrestling to a point that some might consider excessive. A smart mark is referred to a smark. A smart is a wrestling fan who believes or temporarily suspends his disbelief in pro wrestling. The smart is a fan who knows wrestling is choreographed but appreciates it on a higher level. Yeah, got that? I got that. I, I, I think I would consider myself a smart. I talk like a smart sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I look at matches and I'm like, you know, I don't really care who wins, but I, but I am enjoying the athleticism of this match. Mm. You know, or or sometimes I try to get into the storytelling that the wrestlers are to, are doing in the ring, yeah. and I'm like, I could see why they did that. They really want to get the crowd invested in it you know the back and forth and you know why did they throw him outside the ring to kind of develop their character of a heel things like that cool yeah glad i could uh thank you enlighten you this week yes i'm not a mark i'm a smark now that we know the meaning of the word how about y'all play along to this week's drinking game every time myself or green man says the word mark take it shot take a sip of your drink and enjoy the show yeah well th- talking about taking sips of drinks uh this past week uh was uh stone cold steve austin's 20th year oh yeah anniversary since um since he was introduced to our to our universe so to him i will open my pbr in celebration of the rattlesnake. Ah, that's it. It's gonna be a nice cold one. I'm not gonna spill it on your couch. Trust me. I'm just waiting for you. Ah, nice. How'd that feel? Delicious. Quite, quite exquisite. So, is it 20 years today or 20 years this week? It was 20 years this past week. I think it was uh, Wednesday. Wednesday might have been his 20th year. 
Well, that's cool. Yeah, the the E definitely played it up uh, and pay homage to the rattlesnake. So from that segment, speaking of, I guess history. You got some history. Becoming a uh, like a professor yeah. on a shadow wrestling. You're teaching us vocabulary. Now you have a history lesson. Go ahead. It's not really a history lesson. Is that every, time, every morning I wake up and check my time hop. You too. I do. <laughs> it's it just. It's stupid, but yet it's interesting to see how. Oh shit! Yeah, wow. That that's today. Yeah. Interesting. And it goes way back. Yeah, it goes back, and somehow it showed me pictures from like eight years ago that I never posted on Facebook. Really? That I had in my cloud somewhere. Oh yeah. I'm like I don't, I didn't have an iPhone then. I don't. Time have a phone. is a little invasive sometimes, you know. Like yeah. it just, it's just taking shit from like that's that's a little. Personal I, space, a little private. I also check it in the morning when I wake up, try to wake up. I check, oh, let me see what happens. And then on my way to work, I'll get a notification that, oh, check your time hops ready. I'm like, yeah, what's fucking ready an hour ago? But whatever. <laughs> That's just my personal thing. I'm a little upset about, I, uh, this is going to be a little bit off topic, but I'm a little upset at my time hop today. Cause That's they, on topic. We're talking about time hop. Oh, okay. So this is totally on topic. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, it has that streak at the end, like when you scroll, new, yeah. scroll through the whole thing. And I was working on a 30-day streak. Nice. And missed yesterday. I'm so pissed. That sucks. And if you're working on your streak and you ever wonder, like, what happens if I just miss it one day? You know, it's okay. I I could come back. You start back at one. Yep. I'm glad I learned this lesson, like, 30 days into it. I would hate it if I go, like, a whole year, maybe. Or even if I get to 100 days. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, fuck. I missed my time hop. I think I'm at 38, 39 days. But something similar to that, I play a game. Where you have to do a streak of goals mm-hmm. or check in every day. Okay. There's one game I was in for 162 days. Another game I was Damn. in for 180 something days. I don't know if I was sick or just busy that day. Bam. Did not access both of them and lost my whole streaks. I have to start at one. Imagine so how I'm, the Undertaker felt. So like, yeah. <laughs> Bringing us right back to the topic. So I checked my time hop. Able to not. But I also checked. Wrestling's time hop. I have access to WWE records. Yeah. Oh, nice. And today, nine years ago, y'all, we heard this. wrestling world in shock today former champion chris benoit found dead in his atlanta home along with his wife and young son police now treating the discovery as a double murder suicide world wrestling entertainment says benoit failed to show for two live events over the weekend and apparently at least one suspicious text message sent to friends prompted wrestling officials to send police to his house So that was nine years ago today. What a sad day in the world of wrestling nine years ago today. Wasn't it, though? That's, that, it just, the whole week, imagine if our show was actually happening nine years ago. Like, how much information and how much footage we would have to review just to get the facts. Because, I mean, this just happened, like, if it just happened today, people are just finding out of the horror of what happened. Okay. But no one really knows the full details, you know. That's why we had the um, the show being dedicated to Chris Benoit mm-hmm. when when it when Which I never got why they shat on the WWE because they didn't know they didn't know. So, and the next night on ECW, 
they amended it and bada bing bada boom how you doing they're done yeah haven't heard or seen him since wow nine years ago though that's crazy time flies it kind of feels like longer than that it kind of feels like it just happened a couple years ago They've done a good job at erasing him from history, oh, though. Like totally, any anything Chris Benoit related is mort. Thank God, bad choice. I don't know if it's a good choice of words, mort. Oh, yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> but uh, so I guess yeah. we're talking about them. Do you think he's in the Hall of Fame? In in, in hell, I, I, I never see that happening. That's always a topic every time Hall of Fame comes about. But I never see that happening. Yeah. Well. well. Okay. That's all I got. Let's move on to your segment. I get a segment. Let's go into the queues. Okay. All right. Come on, ride the QQ train with me, please. At Money in the Bank, we saw the new era crown a new champion twice, Michael J. Twice. Badass. First, Seth Rollins defeats Roman Reigns, followed by Dean Ambrose cashing in the Money in the Bank contract to leave Las Vegas as a WWE World Heavyweight Champion. So what are your thoughts first and foremost about that? What did you think? I thought it was interesting. I thought that it was cool how they told us it was going to happen two weeks prior. Even if they didn't, I never saw Dean Ambrose as a guy who's going to carry the suitcase around. And this Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, this is really only logical storyline based that made sense to cash in on both of them. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I was for it. I kind of you know marked out a little bit. I kind of got hyped. I'm like, oh shit. Wow yours um so i had like mixed emotions like in the same moment that dean ambrose came to cash in in that same moment i was like happy and then sad okay because then i'm like all right the whole point about money in the bank is that they do have a briefcase that you don't know down the line where these people are gonna cash it in you know, it could be at a raw. It could be at a pay per view. Like it brings the suspense. It makes you want to watch all the pay per views because you never know mm-hmm. what could happen. You know, especially like you you do it at an extreme rules or in a cage match where the champion is the most vulnerable. You know, what was that word? Vulnerable. Okay. Thought <laughs> we heard that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just makes you excited. And when it actually happens, you know, that that's what you're looking for and i already was excited about the show i I was excited that um dean ambrose won the 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 match so i was excited that seth rollins was champion so the excitement level for everybody as a fan was already at its peak it didn't need to go any higher and i don't know if the dean ambrose cashing in was the best move right now i think they definitely could have played it out a little bit more I thought it was perfect. When did you want to cash it in? When? Yeah, on, and on whom? No better than the Shield members. I, I Well, he could... If you have Seth Rollins wins, you could see Roman Reigns come out with a rematch. Yeah. Giving you another bill to another pay-per-view, and then Dean Ambrose could cash in there. Like, there, there's giving you that option, but they but just why threw he, it away. But why would he wait a away. month? It's a waste of money. Why would he wait a month? Why? why? He had to then cash it in now. And I don't even think that Seth Rollins was so weak, like so weak from his match that he, he was able to lose just with a dirty deeds. The dude was kicking out of Superman punches, spear, like yeah. all these other moves for a good long match. And Dean Ambrose does dirty deeds, and all of a sudden he's champion. How you doing? It didn't sell it to me. One all thing right. I didn't like about that match, okay, to the the Roman Reigns Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. they should have ended it on the spear pedigree 
spot. That was badass. Right? That was awesome. That was so cool. That was pretty cool. It reminded me of when uh, he did the curve stomp into the RKO that was cool, at yeah. WrestleMania. I was surprised. That was and awesome. they ended the match there. Like That was the move. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what the, the move was at that point. There was, and it only went like for a few more seconds. Yeah, that was that. cool. So, Props to them. I don't for know if that, that was, that was cool. good whoever, whoever came up with it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, well, so we're on the queues, right? Or took money in the bank. Well, it it leads me. Okay. It, it led me to what inspired my cue for this week. Gotcha. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, so now bit, that we talked about it, how you doing? How you doing? Um, this week's cue was: Does the title make the man, or does, or in Dean Ambrose's case, does the dude mm-hmm. make the title? Good question. Yeah. Did you get any? Responses on the social meteors. On the social meters, um, former uh, co-host to the show, uh, Mr. J. A. Mohol. Okay. Responded. Um, What's the A stand for? Asshole. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I, he doesn't. He he doesn't like uh, Dean with with the with the belt. He thinks that it would be more more like. The man, the belt makes the man. So, like, the belt will hopefully make Dean Ambrose okay. instead of the other way around. Um, who else responded? Uh, Julian mm-hmm. from Central Islip okay. uh, responded that it's uh, the title also that makes the man. Okay. So, so kind of l- l- landslide it. If anybody has any other comments, the question is still up on Instagram. And... You know, go ahead and leave your opinion. In my opinion, I think that it is a case by case basis. I agree. You know, um, there's certain individuals that make the title. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Owens is one of those individuals that he probably would make the title. I think he did a great did. job making the IC title. Of course, you do. Really re- relevant and fun did and he, exciting again. I, I did not buy um, it. Yeah, I think the Miz here. Let me let me go into your bandwagon. Thank you. I think the Miz does a great job as IC champion. I think he, I make, he makes tell you that the too, title, yeah. the IC title. But then the IC title, not the WWE. We had this argument. I think last night when you first brought this cue up to me, and he said the title made the Miz. I disagreed with you because of what he's done as IC champion. It's amazing. Uh, he's awesome. Pun intended. But yeah, I think you're right. He definitely the, the world title definitely made him. And yeah. He's also he's awesome. He's the best. Yeah, better than fucking better than Kevin Owens. Next on your list. Uh, well, leading to since it's a case by case basis, yeah. here's my list of the individuals who I think would have been buried if it wasn't for them winning the title. You mm-hmm. tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay, Alberto Del Rio. I don't think he's buried, but I can see where you're coming from. But. If he didn't win the title, I mean, he had a great first year, then he won the title. Great first year, yeah. Um, you know, he was coming out with the cars, the, he had the announcer, he won the belt. Like, he, he was cream of the crop. But where did it go from, from there? Like, if he didn't win that title, I, I don't think he would have gone as far as he did. Or even still been a, as a big prominent fixture in the E. Mm-hmm. The Miz we just talked about yeah, The WWE t- title I think totally made him He didn't make it uh, Dolph Ziggler Spells name Ziggler It's D-O-L-P-H Oh thanks Oh We're <laughs> oh, <wrong recording>, I'm sorry <laughs> But uh, I, I think like, He's a great wrestler He's a great technician sense, yeah, But it, if he wasn't a world champion I think he wouldn't be around anymore okay. uh, Booker T 
Debatable. I mean, if he wasn't WWE champion, he wouldn't be five-time. He'd probably be like just three-time, and then that gimmick kind of really doesn't make sense. No, but he's anymore. a five-time WCW champion, not a five-time world champion. He won the WCW five times. Five times? Five times. Five, five times. times. <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Definitely. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yes, yeah, it's a tough song. Why, why do you think that? I didn't watch SmackDown, so I didn't see his build to the title, but... Yeah. I think he brought something to the title. You know, he's pretty cool. I think he was a great character, but if he didn't, if he was not world champion, he wouldn't have gotten to be the heights of who we believe and who not who we believe, but who we think of when we say Eddie Guerrero. Like you know, he's just thought of in such high esteem. Okay, but that's just to the smarks. Yeah, not the marks. Um, Jack Swagger. That was awesome. He'd be gone. Yeah. Totally buried. Six feet under. Don't even worry about it. How you doing? And Sheamus. Yeah. But what title one? First one? Uh, yeah. Was his first one when he beat Daniel, Daniel Bryan? Bryan? Yeah, that was fucking... Yeah. Lame. Lame ass. Lame so stuff. this is your interesting list of individuals who have been buried. Now, what about the opposite? Do you have a list of people who made the title? Who ma- no, I don't. Are you putting me on the spot? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Do you have a list? Have you thought it over? Or is there someone that you think has made the title? Talking about the world title here, right? Okay. Right? Right. We're talking about the Miz making the IC title. Okay. Um, not, not. I mean, you could think about. I mean, this is going to be an easy list to come up with. You, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He made yeah. that title. Did yeah, he? absolutely. Anybody who is able to create their own title and their own look with that skull belt, mm-hmm. they're making the title. So throw into that... Rock and Edge? Rock, Edge, John Cena. Oh, John Cena, yeah. Okay. John Cena definitely I think title. you're at another level where your stardom as a champion gives you the right to redesign the belt. Brock Lesnar. Did the Miz have his own title? Uh, no, the Miz just turned the the logo upside down. That's his own title. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's his own title. Edge just replaced it with Dur- an R. During, during the title. Edge just replaced it with an R. <laughs> the Miz replaced it with an M. That's his own title. It, it flips totally upside down. Um, we actually did have a conversation about that because uh, around the time that the Miz was champion, they were considering, they already had the design true, for the yes. belt. Talk about this. Uh, and like the new belt was gonna was designed, it was ready to be for someone. The but belt that was given to The Rock. They didn't know who that it was going to be. I thought The Rock was a great person. Yeah. Um, a great fixture to debut a new belt. But The Miz was, during that time, the person who probably should have received it if it wasn't. And he was the guy who was going to, but somehow they didn't pull the trigger on that. Yeah. Well, well, great cue. I got a cue for you. What you got? It wasn't Raw. And, you know, I got a belt. You got a belt. Beautiful, fun, memorabilia, great display pieces. Brings us back to... Because we have old belts. We don't have the current belts. We have old belts. Yeah. Then I see these people, and we wear them to the events. Right. I see TV. Everyone's wearing them to the events. Why do we wear them to the events? Why do, <laughs> why do, we, why do we wear these belts? I just don't... Now I just realized... Why the fuck do I wear my belt? Why do we wear these belts? We're not the champion. <laughs> we didn't earn these. We bought them. There's like at least a bunch of other guys wearing our same belt. Why? Why do we wear these belts? Why? Why, why do we buy them? I understand that. Why do we, we display? I got mine hanging up. Why do we? Why do I take mine off the wall? 
Yes. Put it in my suitcase. Yes. Bring it to Dallas. Whip it out. Wear it to WrestleMania. Why do I? Yeah. Why do we wear it? And then, belts? do you, do you f- when you're walking around, if you see someone with your belt, do you, do you go like all Shawn Michaels on him, like back in the day when when he ha- had his feud with Razor, and it's like, no, no. I'm the real champion. No, 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 no I'm no. the real champion. No, I just. Back in the day, I didn't see that many people with my belt. I had the white strapped IC title from Shawn Michaels, the WWF one. However, it's pretty much the same design now. The white strap WWE logo. I just thought, I have a hard time thinking, what's my belt? Is that the current belt? Is that my belt? I have a hard time. But why, I don't understand why we wear these belts. I don't. It's it's part uh, of going to the event. It's like you're wearing a, a, a wrestling T-shirt. Uh, new one, too, right? The Brand John new, Cena yeah. just got in the mail. And... Um, because so are you, Macho Man, nice one. Because we're doing a wrestling podcast. Yeah. It gets you in the mood. It gets it you feeling nice. I think it's cool. It's just one of those things. It's 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 like when you go to, to a Mets game, you wear a jersey. You know, it's just one of the things you do. So why do some guys wear like three belts? That's okay, that, that's, that's, ex- that's excessive. Okay. That's excessive. Okay, because... It's it's like you're just gonna go show off all your memorabilia. You, you know, you don't see me going with my ten WrestleMania chairs to yeah. to a wrestling event. Eleven. Oh yeah. Thanks. Right, Mike, you. Let's uh, uh, You want to go into the news? We have a jam-packed news segment, right? There is a lot that happened this past week, so let's get to in the news. Are you ready? I am. Oh, nice. Look at you. Let's go. So I sent money on plugs extension cords splitters to try to get sound effects you just did it on your fucking phone <laughs> great here we go um well let's start off where we would have started off if we just waited a few hours for waited, the news to break. 24 hours man uh, <laughs> same but, with china oh, yeah wait. jerry lawler lawler and his fiance lauren mcbride were arrested following an altercation at their home in memphis tennessee Immediately following a shot of wrestling recording last Friday. I just had to mention that because yeah. literally we finished taping and then the next morning it's like breaking news. And I'm yeah. like, God damn it. Yeah. Hit it when that happens. Uh, McBride claims that Lara struck her in the head and pushed her against the stove. Lawler claims that McBride scratched him in the face, threw a candle at him and kicked him in the groin. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Lawler blamed the incident on McBride uh, being intoxicated. We've he said, we've only had issues when she drinks. Sounds like a tough relationship yeah. to be in. After the incident, WWE suspended Jerry Lawler indefinitely, which he is still suspended. Mm-hmm. Because they, it, it's nice to see that they do have a zero tolerance policy for domestic arrests. Okay. So whether you're Adam Rose, Jerry Lawler, whoever you are, yeah. you know, John Cena, don't beat up Nikki Bella because yeah. you're going to see yourself on a suspension. Yeah. On the night, this is interesting. On the night of the incident, Jerry Lawler was featured in an event that was ironically named "A Night in the Slammer." Very ironic. <laughs> Very ironic. You know, a little That's, too ironic. Don't you think? Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Don't you think? A judge ordered that the it's, two the remain apart, which will make their wedding a little weird and this might be the yeah. first ceremony ever happening via skype right. maybe the maybe. exchanging of vows via skype because they can't you know be what, near each other over than buffer yeah <laughs> um interesting stuff there there was also a gun involved allegedly um, yeah allegedly who do you believe were, here huh who do you believe here I mean, if He's I'm in, he said, she said. If said, I'm, said. if I'm in Memphis, Tennessee, I mean, mm. Jerry Lawler is like king. He's king. like the biggest celebrity in Memphis. If 
if Elvis was still alive, I mean, there'd be a little debate of who who was the king. So, question to you is: Jerry Lawler is old. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. He was He's the still voice. Getting of, some hot dime pieces. Uh, he was the, the voice. Guy's hot. He's the voice of Raw until he unceremoniously got transferred to SmackDown. He, which he started doing a lot better, like. In Raw, his, I started to lose a little bit of his luster, and then... He became bad guy. With, yeah. yeah. But then with he, uh, Moralo, Ronaldo, what's his name? The new guy. Um, I thought I think they got good chemistry together. Then he unceremoniously got dumped and moved to the pre-show. So, I don't think he's ever coming back. I think they're, this is their excuse to get rid of him. I don't think they like him. I don't think they want him around. I think... That if he's clear of all charges, they're not bringing him back. They might bring him back to host the Hall of Fame. I no clue who's going to host the Hall That's of Fame. That's true. But I don't see him coming back. I think they're happy he's gone. Yeah. I mean, they... But they were done with him, clearly. So, what would you think would be the SmackDown commentating booth right now, then, if he does not return? I have no clue. Uh, it's going to be that that guy. I don't know. Who's, who's, who's on now? Um... You have Byron Saxon. Saxon. Yep, he's moving over to Raw on this, this brand split. It's going to be. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I forgot who they. And, oh, uh, it's going to be Corey Graves. Corey Graves, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, you you kind of have the the play. It kind of has the balance of what has on Raw. You have Saxon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Graves. Graves, which would be like the JBL style. No, but Saxon's thing on Raw. So he's, he needs a replacement. Oh, so who's the third Saxon man? needs a replacement. A, I, I don't know. But this week, he was replaced by David Otunga. Yeah. yeah. He's still around. Good for him. So, I think each, Surprising. Week, each week, they might have a different replacement. Yeah. But we'll see what happens in a couple KO weeks. KO is great on commentary. Maybe he he's not great on commentary. He's amazing, man. Oh, my God. He fucking sucks. Amazing. You know who doesn't suck? Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. <laughs> the WWE announced that Roman Reigns, also known as Jordan Noy, has been suspended for 30 days in his first wellness policy violation Roman Reigns apologized via social media shortly after it was announced. I apologize to my family, my friends, and my fans for my mistake in violating the policy. No excuses. I own it. Apparently, late breaking news that the officials were reportedly aware of the violation before Sunday's Money in the Bank event. Battleground is scheduled to take place on the 24th. Reigns' suspension ends on the 21st. And as of now, he is currently still slated to be in the main event triple threat match. Which I think is ridiculous. Like, if you already knew this guy is getting suspended, why put him in a match? Even if he's going to come back. But then you're missing out on a full month of him not being able to promote this match. Why put him in that match? If you know he's not going to be around for, like you said, a couple days beforehand. How do you handle the draft now? He was supposed to be the top guy of Raw. Can you draft him without him being there? I have no clue. Yours truly reached out actually to the WWE itself because everyone thinks he's suspended. He did drugs. It's not that case. There's so many violations. It could he could have missed his doctor's appointment. That's a violation. We reached out to WWE for an exact list of violations. Surprisingly, I've not heard back yet. Surprisingly, <laughs> I've not heard back yet. I'm sure. I'm, I gotta tell you that I'm sure it's top priority on yeah. their list. I told them we're a fast-growing podcast. They're just really just trying to focus their statement before they release it to you. You will receive a statement. Don't worry. Imagine if I actually do though. That'd be awesome. 
That'd be great. We have some commentators on Instagram who, had, who weighed in on this topic. Oh, okay. What they say? What you got? Low Key Legend 718. WWE knew about the failed drug test before Money in the Bank and had him compete anyway and on Raw against Rollins and then suspended him on Tuesday? Anyone else would have been off television and live events immediately. So sick and tired of the special treatment Roman Reigns gets. He's booked for Battleground. Battleground. This man doesn't deserve anything because he went against their rules. He knew about the policy and violated it anyway. Yet he still gets rewarded. It's a slap in the face to all the talent backstage. Interesting words. No, very, very true. Um, and I, I think it's very convenient that all of a sudden he's out, but he's still able to come back for a pay per view. So here's yeah, my thought: because I think he must have been like he must have failed this wellness policy way before Money in the Bank, and the, this is why he lost. Think they got the results on Sunday. But like I responded saying how, like I said, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. Maybe it wasn't that serious. That's why they let him compete. But to this man's point was, if Zack Ryder violated it, he would have been off TV. Absolutely. So I agree with what his special treatment yeah. comment was. So, Do you think the uh, WWE is going to have any mention, like public mention uh, of him no. being off TV no. about the wellness policy? Or are they just going to... Let it ride, and then he comes back, and it's like nothing happened. But, oh, they don't mention that stuff on TV. It's they're gonna stick to kayfabe, as maybe next week's word. Okay. <laughs> and they're gonna either they might have him injured, they might come bring him back and have him attacked backstage. They gotta do something. They just can't let it hang. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. No, see. So they don't, 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 just, don't say. Don't say everybody knows about it because. Like we mentioned earlier, we're smarks, you know, so okay. we know about it. And and all the people who we watch wrestling on a different level than than like a regular fan could watch we're, wrestling. We host an awesome podcast. Yeah, well, that could be one of the reasons. But there, we're a different kind of fan. So and I'm, I always try to think of back in the day when I was in like hip on the dirt sheets or hip on wanting to know everything that was going on behind stage or or, you know, kind of trying to spoil the show for myself like. What if there's a fan out there who's not hip on, the, on what's going on? They're just watching the show. All of a sudden, they don't see Roman Reigns. You mean little kids? Yeah. They don't see Roman Reigns. Do you really think they're even going to ask themselves, oh, I haven't seen Roman Reigns in no. a while. I wonder what's going on. No. No. They're not. It's 30 days. There's so many other things going on in the E right now. There are a lot of great storylines going on. I, I honestly don't think no one's going to miss it. I mean, the guy didn't even really... I didn't even miss him when he was around, so... Well, he was around. Why did you miss him? Well, then... Boom, got you. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> well, see, I'm looking forward to it. I just got my Roman Reigns shirt, too. Damn, man. Anyway. Damn, Roman. Yeah, he screwed me again. <laughs> next up on the list is your boy. While we're talking about champions, let me talk to you about another champion. We're talking about champions. Let's skip down to fucking talk about The Rock. Oh. No. We're talking about people who suck <laughs> no 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 we're CM talking Punk. about champions this is a whole big segment about champions it's official CM Punk my boy CM Punk will fight Mickey Gall at the UFC 203 event on September the 10th damn we're Cleveland Ohio Cleveland has been getting some good press lately yeah Cavaliers Dean Ambrose wins the Republican National Convention uh, and now UFC 203 Where's my, time? Where's my time hop a couple months ago? <laughs> what was official CM Punk was fighting somebody at UFC, what, 187? 
There are many skeptics, like Michael J. Putty, oh, no. that the fight may not happen or it may be postponed, but only time will tell. Yep. I feel like CM Punk, my boy, is just writing a story. Uh, and he's making. He was supposed to be at UFC 202, you know, now it's 203. But guess what? He's a topic of conversation. Shot of Wrestling, episode 21. CM Punk confirmed for UFC 207. <laughs> We'll Shutter we'll Wrestling 52. Yeah. CM Punk <laughs> still considering a good run in the MMA. Whatever. Who knows? This was an interesting story. What you got? Paige and your boy ADR. You remember that? Yeah. Shit happened. I don't know what oh. I don't know. Nobody knew what happened because something happened. However, new information was released regarding what exactly did take place Sunday night after Money in the Bank. What happened? I don't know. I don't, break the news to me. What, what's going on? What are you well, When I first heard, it was previously reported that Paige was arrested sometime following the event in some of sort course. of incident of with she was Del Rio. But these reports were denied by in her mom. Vegas, right? Yeah. Where prostitution's legal, she was arrested, right? Then the rumor was <laughs> that this might be a pre-taped scripted segment for Total Divas or maybe Swerved. Oh, Okay. But according to this new information, what took place was not a segment for those shows, but it was indeed a real-life situation. The report states that Paige and Del Rio were arguing arguing outside of Caesars Palace Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Following the altercation, Paige attempted to run across Flamingo and Las Vegas boulevards, but ended up getting handcuffed and detained by police who were present. As they said, and I quote, for her own safety. From there, Paige was sent to a local medical facility for medical evaluation, which is often referred to as a legal 2000. What does that mean, you ask? Yes. This means the authorities are allowed to detain an individual who may be in danger, who may be a danger to themselves or other individuals. It has been confirmed that no charges have been or will be filed. However, the WWE is still investigating the matter. She's stupid, man. You're You're out in Vegas. Yeah, she gets a title shot the next night too. Okay, you're out in Vegas, and things things are hyped right now because you're out in Vegas. There's a WWE event. You're mm-hmm. allowed to drink in the street in Vegas. Yeah. You got gambling, crazy shit. It's a weekend. There's gonna be cops everywhere. Why are you even acting up? But I, I, you're not like a celebrity, but I, you are a public figure. But what did you do to catch the cops' attention? Like. I don't know. You don't need to do much. And they didn't just handcuff. They're all over the place. They the didn't handcuff her over. and detain her because she was acting crazy. I'm assuming g- 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 maybe she had a couple of uh, she had a little shots, shots of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. But like the, there was no mention of it. She was on the title picture the next night. But hey, whatever. It was still an interesting, crazy story that was unraveling over the last couple of days. But. Did her dad Alberto de Rio need to bail her out or something? Her puppy? Her puppy. <laughs> That's where I meant, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> so, next up, what do we got? Well, in other news, <clears throat> did, you, did you find out if we were going to get that uh, sound effect for in other news? No, you're the one with sound effects no. now. So. I, I really like it. In other news, Kurt Angle appeared on Mark Madden's daily talk show on Tuesday and said that he did talk to Triple H about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Angle said it was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. We're in good spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
We we're in good spirits. We're in good terms. Will I return? Yes. I don't know when. They have not contacted me about the brand split. I'm not expecting anything. So if they do contact me, great. And if they don't, that's fine as well. As far as for bringing me back, I don't know when. Now, if and when he does return, Kurt Angle said that he will make it a short two-year run and then retire. Which totally makes sense. We talked about it last week on A Shot of Wrestling. This could be a possible person who could be returning back during the brand spin. And actually, one of the few big names left in the pool of wrestlers that could actually be relevant to a, a comeback, make exciting comeback. A number of top WWE officials confirmed to me today, thanks to my boy Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer for the heads up, Kurt Angle will not be returning to WWE. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But this was a rumor a couple weeks ago, uh, a couple months ago, and it was in talks, but talks fell through because he wanted a Sting, Undertaker-type schedule, but they wanted to bring him back for weekly appearances, and they couldn't agree on scheduling and money. Who knows if that's true? Who knows what's going on? I would love to see him back. Absolutely. He was a great wrestler. He was great. He was awesome. He was great. You know the great thing about Kurt Angle? He, w- he was great in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Great, great in the mic. I'll go do that? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was great backstage. Mm-hmm. He was great with comedy. Mm-hmm. He- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to keep the pace up. It's like the what? And what? Yeah. That's, that's be our what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, now he's got his life in order. He's cleaned up. Mm-hmm. See how he did quickly like that? Mm-hmm. I'll see him back. Mm-hmm. Bring him back for a GM role, maybe one-off appearance. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From one legend to another, The Rock. No, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't yeah, that, that was bad. a great, great transition. On the last, latest episode of UFC Unfiltered, The Rock said that he had considered training to be an MMA fighter when he left the WWE no in way. 2004. He says, "And I quote." There was a time when I thought, man, I achieved everything I wanted to achieve in WWE. Just like that with a little squeak in the yeah. Man. He was, he was like, yeah, t- he was like early 30s. Okay. My movie career is <laughs> floundering a little bit. What do I do? I was relatively still young. I think I was 34. I thought, oh, well, maybe UFC. Maybe I should do something like that. In my head, I felt like it was at least a two-year process for me to even get into the octagon, let alone the UFC I wasn't quite too sure what to do or kind of people to even bring around me at the time. So the idea kind of fizzled out. I continued to stay on the path of movie making. Thank God. Do you think The Rock would have made a good UFC fighter? Nope. Neither do I. Nope. Next up. <laughs> I'm glad we answered that question really quickly. In other news, oh, damn, so WWE announced that the broadcast team of Mauro Ronaldo. Oh, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan will call the 32-man Cruiser Weight Classic mm-hmm. tournament. The show was recorded at Full Sail University this past uh, Thursday, 23rd. Someone who attended the show noted that the arena was less than half filled, so the staff actually had to squeeze everyone into the opposite area of the camera, the hard mm-hmm. camera shot, 
and really fill in the first few rows. Mm-hmm. Now, all the matches have been taped. For the first round, though, right? For the first round. Okay. So, for those of you who are listening to the show and do not want to hear the spoiler alerts, I mean, you could read everything yeah. on the dirt sheets at this point, and uh, you could find out exactly what happened. Just fast forward five seconds. But spoiler alert, here it is. These are the participants in the Cruiserweight Classic fast who are forward. still in the tournament. Now. Fast forward now. Grand Metallic. Who? Ho-Ho Lun. God bless you. Cendric Alexander. I love this TV show. Brian Kendrick. Hey, slice bread. Tajiri. Well. TJP. Okay. Lince Dorado. Akira Tozawa. Huh? Zack Sabre Jr. What? Drew Gulak. What? Tony yeah, Drew Gulak. Gata Ibushi. I do have Ibushi, yeah. It's actually Gata Ibushi. That's oh, yeah. actually one of the big people that they think they're going to really oh, pull enough, off yeah. and push. Rich well, Swan. Still fast forward. Nam Dar. Jack Gallagher. And Johnny Gernad. Gergado. Gergano. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome back to another shot of wrestling. I know two of those names. The tapings will air uh, over the next few... But I can't believe he came back, though. Four weeks. Surprise, surprise return. <laughs> Man, you missed the spoilers? Whew. You're in for a doozy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there's some very good names that we do recognize. And um, some internet darlings. Katabushi is a, is a big uh, mm-hmm. big name in the, mm-hmm. the indies. Great. Yeah. Zack Sabre Jr., also a big name. I prefer Zack Sabre Sr., <laughs> we talked about last week how the WWE is going to, in other news, do two pay per views a month regarding one for Raw, one for SmackDown. They did re reenlist the trademarks for certain pay per view names, such as No Mercy, Class of Champions, and Backlash. And they have been added to the calendar for the rest of 2016. As you know, Battleground would be in July, SummerSlam will be in August. Of course, the big four. Encompass all both brands. Backlash is coming back September 11th. Will be a SmackDown show. Class of Champions for the first time in WWE is replacing Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they're foregoing their thing to bring a WCW thing. In. Eh, whatever. That will be Raw exclusive. So only the Raw belts will be in. Who knows? So wait a second. So it's Clash of Champions. Yeah. There was the Clash of the Champions or Clash of the Champions. It's Clash of Champions. Yeah. Exactly. Not the. No. The champion. No more. She's coming back for SmackDown. Hell in the Cell will be Raw. Survivor Series. TLC is going to SmackDown. But Raw Draft draft has already begun with the pay per views. Yeah. Sounds like. Not bad. Mm -hmm. So, if any of you care, that's what I got. In other news, Seth Rollins has been confirmed as one of the stars of the upcoming sci fi channel movie. Sharknado The Fourth Awakens I haven't seen any of these movies But I love the titles Rollins will play A character By the name of Astrotech Lopez That's my movie Phone voice By the way Yeah? Yeah Yeah, He's Mark In other news Speaking of the draft Mark Your calendars The WWE draft Will be held On July 19th When Smackdown Goes live Cool. Great way to watch SmackDown. Of course, I had no interest in that. First time. 
Great way to build it. Great way to Back promote it. Back to will be, yeah. Great, great draw. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I got. Ready to go? Let, let's, My drink is done. Yeah, I need to refill over here. I'm good. Oh, let's mark this down. We'll be right back.
I sincerely apologize if that was way too loud. No, it's oh, great. I like yeah. that. I like his song, though. I'm an ass man. Too. I like his song. Who is it? AJ Styles. Impressive. Are you going to be marking out to AJ Styles? No, I want my friend Mark might. <laughs> All right. My friend Mark might mark out. Yeah, two times fast. I think that should count as one. Anyway. No, I'm saying say it, you get tongue tied. Oh, okay. Um, raw. Cheers and Hills. What do you got, buddy? You want me to go first? You want to go first? Uh, I don't have that many. You don't have that many no. cheers? I don't have that many in general. Two of them are quick, stupid, but you want to go first? Well, let's Take get it started. Take. Uh, that's what we stalled? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's my first one. Cheers to the rivalry between KO and Sammy Lane. Now, it, it may be a little unorthodox. Some people who've been listening to the show may know that I'm not a big Sammy Lane fan. But I have to give it to the kid. He had a good match with KO. You don't have to give it to him. He had a great match with KO. And I think one of the best moves of not only that match, but probably the whole show of Monday Night Raw was when Sammy Lane did the somersault off the barricade onto Kevin Owens. That was awesome. And then they had their brawl backstage. It was great. They They... their battles just keep getting more and more aggressive. They they keep compelling me to keep watching. And that says a lot for a rivalry that has been going on in the indies, has been going on in NXT, and now it's trying to go on again in the WWE. One, do you think this rivalry has a lot left to deliver, or do you think they'll split them up in the draft? There's a lot more. We haven't seen... The tip of the we've only seen the tip and you know what of the sucks ice. is that like your your arch enemy is cool like he does all this cool stuff my enemy Seamus sucks I can never I never can never cheer him he doesn't do anything he doesn't do anything he doesn't, he doesn't somersault <laughs> he, doesn't do anything. he doesn't fucking do anything he does a karate kid yeah. kick fuck that guy you got a heel for me um yeah okay I'm a heel on Baron see it's like a very unorthodox yeah. kind of environment because I'm going to heal on something that I should be cheering about. Bizarro Able. Bizarro Able. I'm going to heal on Baron Corbin and Zack Ryder match. Two great guys. I mean, you're a big mark for uh, Zach, Zach Ryder. Ryder. I'm a big mark for Baron Corbin. Your These boy. are our boys. Yeah. These are our boys. I didn't watch Raw Live. Uh, former co-host Erwin Escobar watches it on Tuesday. And he said, yo, bro, send me a picture of Zack Ryder. I'm not going to watch this match. I'm fast-forwarding it. I'm, t- I'm, tired. I'm, t- I'm tired of seeing Zack Ryder being swashed. Thanks for the heads up, Irwin, because I fast-forwarded it as well, because exactly what your point was. I, it, it goes to, to say that when the announcer team, when the announced team starts building up a superstar so much and so obviously that they don't believe it, that, I'm sorry to say, but Baron Corbin may not be going as far as... Mm-hmm. He he may even believe, but like they were pushing him. They how were great. Uh, he was how uh, JBL even said this is a former. Cha- this is a a future champion. I was like, really. I felt bad because he got. I'm like, give him some time before you say he's something a, he's like a good, that. He has can't, he has it something, but all his matches are on pre shows. No one watches the pre show, and this match against Dolph Ziggler was in the pre show. 
and uh, surprise, surprise, he got bumped up to the main show. Good for him, good exposure for him, but he need this gimmick is played out. He, not the gimmick, I'm sorry, the rivalry. Great, great entry rivalry with Dolph Ziggler, one of the best right now. Mm-hmm. Let's see where he goes from here. I don't know. I, I wish him the best. I like the guy. I mean, I think his belly button is getting more attention than his wrestling. Have, okay. you, have you seen that thing? No. I, I, I feel he, it has his own oh, Instagram. My new song is downloaded. <laughs> and speaking of. I am going go to ahead. cheers. The boss coming back. Great segue. Great time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Natalia turned heel. On Money in the Bank. That. I'm interested because I think this is the first time she's been healed, right? Yeah. I like it. I'm seeing, let me see where it goes. Probably nowhere. But then the boss comes back. Finally. Do you think Natalia went heel because they need heels in the division? Or is it... They definitely need heels in the division. Well, it's just Charlotte, right? It's, yeah. At and this point, Dana because Brooke. Paige used to be a heel, but now she's turning face. Yeah, I don't know. But then Natalia's heel, but she's not in the title picture anymore, so... I don't know what's going on. What but happened to Naomi? I don't know. Where the Tamina? Where, where, Tamina? Where that, Bless your Fox. Team Bad. The women's division, the Divas Revolution was awesome. And then it got stagnant like it always does. Got lame, got boring, got predictable. The boss is back. Everyone wants to see this. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping that they don't give her the belt and it just goes back to being lame and boring and predictable. Do you think with the WWE draft coming up that, just like we mentioned earlier, there's superstars who could be returning to WWE. Do you think the same is to be said about female wrestlers? Who? What I, female wrestlers? I can't think of one. Gail Kim from TNH? She's never coming back. No? How come? No. She said so. Oh, she said so. Because she, remember? She said so. So she happened. Yeah. She was in TNA. Uh-huh. Had a good run at WWE. Went to TNA. It was great. Uh-huh. Came back to WWE. Wasn't that great? Not because she sucks, because she didn't feel like she was. She didn't get the opportunity. No opportunity. She didn't like the environment. Remember, it was the Battle Royal. She eliminated herself. Oh. She wasn't pushed through the ropes. She dove through the ropes herself. Right. And that was the last we ever saw of her. And she said she's never coming back. We'll see what happens. Never say never in WWE. I mean, the only other name that comes to my mind uh, would be Velvet Sky. Okay. Because she's, uh, she dates uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. It's true. So, so she's got an in. Oh, she's banging too. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind seeing Victoria and Mickey James come back for one off. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They're both free agents Mickey right Mickey James, now. absolutely. Oh, man, Mickey James. So I cheered the boss. I'm going to break protocol. I'm going to cheer something else. I got more cheers and heels this week. I am going to cheers leading into what your turn, Enzo and Shane. You know that little shuffle Enzo does? Love it. <laughs> you know, it always reminded me of Shane O'Mac. It did, it did. And I wonder if he got it from him. I'm uh-huh. assuming he did. But their interaction on the stage. It was nice seeing the I marked I marked out to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. It was a good time. Yeah, it was it was really good. I enjoyed it as well. Um uh, so you wanna keep you wanna continue talking about it? You wanna Yeah, no, please. Go for it. That's all I got. The, just, okay, just the shuffle that you liked? The whole shuffle, the foot thing, the hanging out, the handshake. It was the whole interaction I liked. But I know you did as well, but I think you have more on it than I do. No, not at all. I think oh, okay. um, the 
that that was pretty much it. The Shane and Enzo shuffle, I think, was one of the highlights there. Um, it's great, yeah. There, this was at the moment where is this when the new day comes out? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think the tag team division with the new day. Uh, Enzo and Cass is, is, is going pretty well. I wonder what's going to happen in the brand split, though. Like, you know, where are these two teams going to go? I don't know. You can't separate them. In my opinion, you can't separate them right now. The I teams think, or the like the actual rivalries or the team itself? The, the New Day and Enzo and Cass, I think, have a lot more to deliver on a show together than apart. Yeah. But what, show you, what, what show do you put it on? I think on uh, Raw. But if you're going to keep the champions as they are, I'm assuming New Day will be able to bounce back and forth. So it doesn't matter what show. That's true. Unless they bring back another tag team title. Who do you think would be the team who will dethrone the New Day? Because they're definitely Mm, building into being one of the longest running tag teams at this point. Because they're starting to mention it in their storyline. If their stock in AJ Styles is as high as we're led to believe it is I'm probably just pick the club yeah that's all I got you, you got to heal something else you want to cheer something else um, not took your cheers I will heal on the interaction between Cena and AJ Styles yeah yeah I did not did not like it as they they had so much better segments together that they in the past that this week on Raw, it just it, it really didn't deliver for me. I think um, I'm also not finding AJ Styles as a believable heel. Mm, I can see that. As I thought I would. I think he does have a lot of potential, but he's not showing. He's not bringing his a, heel A game to the show. I, I agree. So I, I did not enjoy it. Um, Speaking of Raw... Speaking of AJ Styles, when we're done with our Raw Cheers and Hills, stay tuned for our recap of the Styles interview Ooh. the Stone Cold Podcast. Coming up right after Raw Cheers and Hills. So, piggybacking off your heel, I'm going to agree with you. I love John Cena. I liked his interaction with Styles, although Styles has fallen flat in my opinion. But both of them didn't do anything for me. You know what's didn't, weird? Didn't it, progress this, the rivalry anyway. It yeah. just fell flat. Go ahead. You know what's weird is I would think that the rub that C- that uh, AJ Styles is getting by actually working with Cena mm-hmm. would have probably been the best thing that happened to him since he came to WWE. Yeah, right. But I enjoyed him more before. Is I enjoyed him more when he was going against Roman. I enjoyed yeah. him more when he was... Um, starting off when he he got that big push in the Royal Rumble, like I didn't watch really TNA that much. I watched it more way back in the day, uh, but he was one of the guys, of course, like the standout to me. He was the face. Oh and yeah, I, I always wondered, like, oh man, this, they probably should sign this guy. I never, I wasn't John Cena versus AJ. It wasn't a dream match of mine. I don't no. think like that. But like you said, his matches with Roman Reigns far superior than what last night's was. Um, we'll see what happens next month and the month after that because it's going to be a long robbery. But see what happens. Um, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I am going to cheers. Man, I wish Jonathan was here. <laughs> Think it was Jonathan, not you. Think it was Jonathan who does the Lauren Eisen impersonation. 
People power. <laughs> Great People scene, John. Power. There it is. Johnny Ace is back. It was good to see him. His bright red suit. As and white shoes. Bradshaw. Because when you wear a red suit, you got to wear white shoes. <laughs> JBL called him the patriarch of Belleville now. <laughs> it was good to see him. It was funny. He was always entertaining. And his interaction with Shane. Switching podiums. I was actually entertained by it. Good job. Well done. Mr. Personality. <laughs> Johnny Laurinaitis. Um, All you, buddy. You're making me feel really nice since that cheers. I'm going to cheer something. I'm going to cheers the rivalry between Rusev and Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the fact that uh, Titus came out defending his family, building off the storyline that they had a money in the bank. And for the first time in a long time, it's nice to see Rusev not have a rivalry with someone who's like, all right, it's America against Rusev. Great point. Great point. You know, yeah. it's it like this rivalry could actually be worth for something else, you know? Outside of his League of Nations thing, which was also implied, I agree. This is definitely great point. Great point. Um, I'm just interested to see finally something different given to Rusev and the fact that Titus O'Neil is in the mix. You know, I, I haven't seen much mm-hmm. from him since the primetime players were tag team champions. Exactly, That's probably yeah. the last uh, big moment that he had. But uh, yeah, that was really cool. They were never tag team champions, right? Uh, primetime players? I don't think they were. Yeah, I think they were. I don't think they were. I'm pretty sure they weren't, though. Yeah. Yeah, we got to research this one. We got, let us know, inbox us, Shadow Wrestling. That, that is prove, a shame. Prove, that, me, prove me right. Oh. Oh, are you looking at me now? You're gonna, you're I gonna, am. Go to your next cheers. Why, you're gonna, you're gonna, why, you're why let our let you know viewers right or wrong? Okay, whatever. I got two cheers and he heals up. I'm gonna take all three at once. Do it. I am going to heal Michael Cole, calling Dirty Deeds the pedigree. You remember this? What? <laughs> um, Dean Ambrose hit the Dirty Deeds. I don't know, remember if it was Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose, but Michael Cole enthusiastically goes. Dean Ambrose hits the pedigree. <laughs> like, what? So, he's the voice. He should know better. Whatever. My two cheers are Dean Ambrose calling Seth Rollins the man, calling Dean Ambrose, I'm uh, calling Roman Reigns the guy, and calling himself what? The dude? Oh. <laughs> what was that a boot? I got a chuckle. I got a chuckle. Great, great way to intervene your way into those two guys giving yourself a nickname as well and I'm going to cheers my man Roman Reigns what happened oh yeah well who they beat isn't that interesting who they beat I don't remember that who they beat (laughs) listen you just they, have, you, you have too many questions for the green man, my friend. You watching the video? <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna get a little upset right now because no. I prove you wrong. Yeah, the tight players well, were tag team champions. That's not, I'm, not, I'm, actually, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not upset about being there. That's a minor technique. Who do they beat? I'm curious. Uh, they beat. I don't have that information just yet. No, on the video, but they, they no, 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 it wasn't on there. Right, uh, I'm, my final cheers is going to be my man Roman Reigns shutting up the crowd, shutting up the haters. You can't wrestle chance. He's getting better at that. You can't wrestle chance start escalating. And, you know, he just turned and turned kind of heel. 
Yeah, I like it. I think and you know, tell them to do shopping. It's the only thing that's going to make them enjoy your beers. Enjoyable. Um, they said about, they said this about John Cena. John Cena's not turning heel. I hope they don't take that stance with Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns would be a badass heel. And good job, Roman. And because he shut everybody up. Once he said that, they never came back with a you get wrestle chance. Because he put it in their fucking place. He put 20-something thousand people in their place. That's all I got. April, take it home with Raw Cheers and Heels. Uh, cheers to the return of the Wyatt family. In my opinion, they are the ones mm-hmm. who will... <laughs> in my opinion... Mm-hmm. we. In my opinion... Mm-hmm. They are the ones who are going to end the title reign of the New Day. Mm-hmm. They're the ones. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a little rivalry starting between them, and that's actually when the New Day actually were, was introduced with the uh, Wyatt family. So I think that will be our next program, and that's where I think uh, Sorry, break it to you. the New Day will, will flounder. Ain't, ain't going to happen. Well, let, let's see. I was right about the primetime players. I'm going to be right about my boy Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family. Fair enough. Uh, Monday night's WWE Raw television show averaged 3.467 million viewers. According to the viewership, it was up from 2.97 million average from the last week. Raw just keeps getting better and better. It's a new era. Did you watch the Styles interview? I got to tell you, I was tired. I've been having long days at work, and the days just keep getting longer day by day. So. I, I had a rough week myself. I'm so Robert sorry. Rough, and I missed I Raw. I the tail end of it. I watched Raw, and then I'm like, let me go to bed. But then like, I don't want to devote another hour of my next day to watching this, so I watch it. Okay. Let's give you a brief recap. Please, fill me in. I'm, I'm like, I love it when I'm like a fan in the show. Austin asked about Styles fitting in. Like backstage? Yeah. It wasn't the company in general. Styles said he wasn't sure about the response he would get, but he's happy. And he keeps working hard to prove to everyone he deserves the spot that he's in. I could I could see that. Yeah. I could totally see that. Because he's been giving like title shots, main event shots, yeah. uh, big, big moments in the show. A lot of time is being invested in him. So I think it's like one of those things. It's like not just a job. It's a responsibility. And you want people to support you. you, Because it's like if you succeed and if people buy into you, you're not just making money in your pocket, but you're making money in everybody's pocket. John Cena leaves. Like him or hate him, you like being part of a show John Cena's in because you know money's coming in your pocket people are going to be there mm-hmm. that'll give you exposure mm-hmm. and it's gonna eventually help you grow so you can't hate on that so i, I appreciate the fact that he would he was like you know he's gonna bust his ass to, to show people he's earned that spot he talked a little bit about the influences in his moveset mm-hmm. noting he wasn't afraid of being a high flyer styles made note to mention terry taylor and lance storm as early influences you know what's but, interesting? A lot of people have a lot of respect for Landstorm and like mention being inspired or, or being taking move sets from Landstorm into their repertoire. But said Shawn Michaels was another one later on in his career due to how he, well he told storytelling and the little things that mattered. Yeah, All right, great. So Shawn Michaels, another influencing somebody else. Mm-hmm. Austin, as we expected, mm-hmm. brought up TNA. Mm-hmm. 
Stalin says he was there for a long time. He signed one of those first, one of their first deals ever there. It has some amazing matches with Loki and Jerry Lynn. Styles says he didn't put much thought into it, but when Panda Energies came in and started the, bought them out, mm-hmm. it started to feel really big. Mm-hmm. Steve asked mm-hmm. his thoughts on Dixie Carter. Hey, and he actually she, mentioned Dixie Carter. Yeah. Oh. And when she bought the company, Styles said things really started to pick up after that, noting the signings of Samoa Joe, Christian, and Kurt Angle. He was one of the people that led the charge to sign Samoa Joe to TNA. And after Kurt Angle, that's when things blew up. Austin asked if TNA stars ever thought they would be competition for WWE, and Styles says that was their goal. Of course. Austin also asked a question I never thought of, but I was curious about. The six-sided ring. Oh. I was curious what he had to say about that. Styles said he always did. What was his question about the six-sided ring? His thoughts on it. Just okay. what are your thoughts on the six-sided ring? Okay. Styles said he always did, and still believes different is good, and that the ring set them apart, which it did. When Hogan and Bischoff came in and made it a squared circle, the squared ring is like paradise. <laughs> and he mentioned the story of taking a suplex from the top rope, the six-sided ring from Kurt Angle, uh-huh. which hurt. They took it. Why is that? I have no clue. It's funny the like, padding, maybe the ring, the ring area. I don't know. But he said when he took it from a four-sided ring, it was easier, it was smoother, and it was paradise. And you never wanted to go back to the six-sided ring. I think the big move to uh, the squared circle in TNA was, was more driven by the performers than really the like the fans. The four-sided ring. The four-sided ring. That was Hogan and Bischoff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they wanted to bring legitimacy to. Uh, Professionalism, yeah, yeah. I, because it was very gimmicky. But then they the lost their identity. Series. But then that yeah. was that's what, that was through the channel to start professional, professional wrestling. It is what made you turn into yeah. TNA. Right, it's yeah. like, oh, let me check it out. It looks cool. But then it's like a gimmick. You know, it's like you can't have a whole organization to be, let's say, hell in a cell. Everything we do is going to be hell in a cell. It's the hell in a cell organization. Yeah, yeah, you sure. know, you can't do that. So it just becomes too gimmicky. Austin also asked about the six-sided ring. I think I just said that. Austin asked why Styles left TNA, and Styles said he was asked to take a pay cut, which he thought was unfair. He felt that he should be paid for what he's due. Austin agreed with him. But what if the company doesn't have the money to pay it, but they still want you to perform? Take care, kill me here. (laughs) He left because he wanted to bet on himself. He knew he could go to Ring of Honor and New Japan to prove his worth. They talked about the differences between Japan and American wrestling crowds, which is also interesting. Very Styles said the crowds in Japan different. are quieter. They are. But wrestling it's weird. itself is the same. It is very weird. When they did the uh, the Beast from the East. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you see that? Special, yeah. The fans are just in the entrance when people are coming in, they're going crazy. But as soon as are the there mat- signs? No signs. Course. But as soon as the fan, the, as soon as the match starts, mm-hmm. it's like they're watching a movie. They cheer at all. They're just like, no, like they're, they're literally stepping. watching a movie. It's the quietest setting. No one, it, you you can't hear it. And I'm always like curious, like you know, if you're wrestling, you're you're wanting to live off of that cheers or that boo. You want to know if yeah. what you're doing is actually working. But in Japan, it's a different story. Also, talking about. The- differences between WWE and other companies Styles worked for 
And Stahl says he's been completely happy, which is cool. Stahl's talked about knowing where to go here to talk to somebody. Where before, he wasn't sure who to go to. He says WWE has given him every opportunity to succeed. And talks about Vince McMahon telling him what he expected of him, which probably is a daunting conversation. Austin asks Styles about his first WrestleMania moment, and Styles says it was awesome. But talks about the lack of crowd noise because how big the stadium was, all the noise travels up. Travels up. That's what everybody said. As soon as you get into that WrestleMania environment, yeah. that's always the first feedback from a wrestler. It's like you, you don't know what you're doing, if it's actually working, if it's paying off, because all the sound goes up. So either one, you can't hear it, mm-hmm. or there's a, de- a delay. So you'll do a move, and you're expecting a yeah. reaction. The Edge talking about this, right? And it doesn't Edge come up. Yeah. Everybody I mentions mean, that's that. That's a Cliff Notes version. Go watch it. It was very interesting about his personal life, his family. Definitely check it out. This, my- is, this is why uh, Stone Cold has a podcast, and McFoley should not have a podcast. My takeaways from this was that they had to talk about TNA. Okay. But I was surprised how much time they invested in talking about TNA. The guy was TNA, man. Just how just how you think the Sandman, Sabu, ECW, yeah, um, Tommy Dreamer or ECW, Paul Heyman or ECW. Good point. Yeah. AJ Styles was TNA. He was the face of TNA. And One like, of the originals. Like you just mentioned, I, I like the talk show genre. I'm a big fan of late night television. I record several shows I like to interview style and Stone Cold does a great job of it and watching today I think we missed out as fans because Mick Foley interviewed Shane O'Mac absolutely Stone Cold absolutely. is far superior than Mick Foley I think I could do a better job than Mick Foley <laughs> because I, know, I think I know how to interview people you know what it and is? I think Mick Foley doesn't, and he, was, he did a good job. Good job. Not great. I think we missed out. Stone Cold, in the persona of who Stone Cold is, the badass, you know, just taking yeah, names. Brawler, yeah. yeah, who he is as a persona of Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring, he created that same kind of persona in the style of interviewer that watch, he was going to become. You ever listen to his podcast? I haven't listened to the, the actual I've podcast. only seen yeah, the uh, podcast I, that they have on, on I'm sure I never do myself I'm curious but he, he, he's very similar the same thing you see on I, I I've seen longer. clips on it yeah. yeah but the same thing that you see on on the network is exactly who he is he comes with questions hard hitting questions about what people really want to know about um, and you know he, he doesn't back away you know he, he's like addresses the elephant in the room if, if there is an elephant That's, yeah I think if Stone Cold interviewed AJ Styles on his podcast privately. He would talk about TNA. Yeah, absolutely. And I was surprised he did the same thing on WWE Network. Good job, man. I once again give credit to Stone Cold. McFoley, take notes. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's there's certain people. the The great thing about Stone Cold interviewing people is there's people he has interviewed before in the past, like Paul Heyman when he had Paul Heyman on the show mm-hmm. on the network. He was like, all right. You know, we've had interviews before. Like, I've asked you certain questions that I already know the answers to. Uh, let's create something new. And, yeah, that's right. And he yeah. was asking questions that he hadn't asked before in his podcast, just to make it keep it new and fresh. And outside the Edge and Christian interview, where Stone Cold 
revealed where what came from. He doesn't right. go into doesn't too much personal stories like Big Foley did. Yeah, where it's all about him. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Did you what you watch? Did you take away anything from it? The uh, the chemistry. Besides, he, he has the same watch I do. <laughs> I thought I, I watched the ending of it. I watched um, when they were starting to talk. Your your last point. What was your last point that you mentioned? The uh, arena, the WrestleMania, WrestleMania experience. Yeah, I just thought the way that AJ was describing it, he was very relaxed. He was very comfortable. Very comfortable in, and relaxed, in explaining. Yeah. It, it felt like just two dudes just Chilling. having a conversation. Like, like yeah, this. just like this. And because of that, I was like, oh. They have a good rapport with each other. Um, He's very relaxed. He's very open to share information. Um, So I thought, yeah, the whole. I think people have said it's probably one of the best interviews that they've seen from Stone Cold Steve Austin. I I like AJ Styles. I'm not a fan of his, but I like him a lot. And this made me a bigger fan. I'm curious to see where things go. The only criticism I have. Definitely go back. Watch the beginning. The only criticism I had. It made me like him, just like you just said. Yeah. It made me like him. And that's not so good when he's a heel. Yeah, it's true. You well, know? For us, Marks, that's okay. Okay. You know, I just totally forgot all this Stone Cold podcast that he's done on the network that weren't live, weren't after all. Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, I think somebody else. There's three of them that I've not seen. I need to go back and watch, because especially yeah. Shawn Michaels one. But they were after a pay-per-view, I think. Shawn Michaels was good. I need to go back and watch those. Um, definitely go back and watch the beginning. Ric Flair's was fun. It wasn't as hard hitting. It was just very casual. It I, can like, see, I can imagine that. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. You got anything else? You want to jump into this game? It's time for games with Magalates. Um, this is one of the games that I think are very easy. I think it's easy because I have the answers. <laughs> I think you'll think it's easy too. Knowing you, I think you'll think it's easy. But it's one of those games I had trouble thinking of. It may be an epic fail for me. I don't know. No, I don't think so. This game just came to me, and it's called All in the Family. Okay. I am going to give you a superstar, current superstar, could be a past superstar. Okay. You tell me if they're a second-generation superstar or a third-generation superstar. Second or third? But be forewarned. Okay. <laughs> there could be some tricks. It could be a first superstar. It could be a fourth superstar. It could be a f- generation. It could be a first generation. Fourth generation. Maybe I had squeezed in a fifth generation. Are there really fifth generation superstars? About to find out. Wow. I'm interested. So mainly a second or third, possible one, three or four, or five squeezed in. Okay. Ready? Ready. Give your superstar. Tell me the generation they are in. Okay. Let's start. Gold dust. A ooh. Second generation. He's a son of Dusty Rhodes. He's a second generation, correct? Yes. One. Curtis Axel. Second generation. Curtis Axel is the son of Mr. Perfect. He is the grandson of Larry oh! the Axe Penny. Making him that's a right third generation. You're one more. I, I, I got I got too excited. I got too excited. Okay. I think there's twelve questions. Yeah, here. there there were one and one. I should have gotten that one. I thought so they're yeah. kind of in order. Tamina. She is t- 
third generation. Tamita is the daughter of Jimmy Superfly Snuka, making her second generation incorrect. What? You're one Wait, who? Jimmy Snuka? Jimmy Snuka is the first generation, making Tamita second generation. God damn it. Here we go. Bring it back. Make it tied up. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock is... Third generation. The Rock is the son of Rocky Johnson. And the grandson of Peter Maivia, making him third generation. Woohoo! So you are two and two, my friend. Here we go. Easy one. Lob ball. Natalia. Natalia. She is second generation. She is the daughter of Jim the Anvil Nightheart. The granddaughter of Stu Hart, making her third generation. Grant? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stu Hart's daughter is married to Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yeah, but making she's a her daughter. Gra- making her grandfather Stu Hart. I don't understand family trees as, as well as you think I do at oh, this point. I didn't think that was an issue. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Okay. Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh. That's easy. He's a junior. He has to be second generation. Easy, right? Ted DiBiase Jr. is the son of Ted DiBiase. Ha ha! Money, 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 money. Also the grandson of Iron Mike DiBiase, third generation. What? That I did not know. That's a surprise to me, too. Wow. That I did not know. That's what made this game. Maybe this, do we have a game here. <laughs> Maybe we have a game here. I know that. Randy Orton. Tom. Second generation. Nope. Wait. And uh, Bob Orton. Yeah, there second. Are, there second are 12 gen- questions. Second generation. Randy Orton is the son of Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. The grandson of Bob <laughs> Orton Sr., making him third generation. Wow. Another one that said, I have a game here. <laughs> Jeff, if you got these right, you're fucking lying. <laughs> Oh my. Alberto del Rio. There are 12 questions. Second generation. Alberto del Rio, ADR, is the son of Mexican luchador. That's right. Dos Caras? Dos Caras, yes. Oh no! And Mil Mascaras. He is the grandson of nobody. That's his uncle. Second generation. Oh, yes! See, I don't understand this. Wait, if you have an uncle who's wrestling, then you're not. Your uncle is the brother of your father. That's the same generation. Oh. Okay, so it has to be your dad or mom who wrestled before. It's your dad, mom, uncle, aunt, but your grandfather, grandparents. Yeah. Grandparents. Oh, see, I'm learning about the family tree. Another surprise I found that made myself make this game: Drake, the Snake. Wow. Roberts. Speaking of generations, <laughs> Shane McMahon, third generation. But Jake the Snake Roberts is the question. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. You have three correct, five wrong, or twelve questions. Jake, Big Jake, first generation. Because I told you there's some first, fourth, and fifth, right? Jake the Snake Roberts is. 
the son of no! Grizzly Smith. Stop. N- oh, my God. NWA superstar, Grizzly oh, Smith, man. making him second generation. This is horrible. There's 12 questions. Oh, yep. my God. There are 12 questions. You have six wrong. I could tie. I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> I'm very happy with every, every time you say it's going to be easy, it's never easy. Here we go. I'll give you a lot more for this one. Road Dog. Jesse James. Road Dog. Jesse James. Second generation. Road Dog is the son of Bullet Bob Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Making him second generation. Yes. <laughs> Another loud ball. Ready? Roman Reigns. I know he has a lot of cousins, so if he has cousins, then that means he's got to yep. at least be second generation. At least. At least. Who's the, who the freak is his dad? Oh, wait. His dad is... It's not, not Rikishi. What's his other name? I don't know. Here we go. Third generation. Roman Reigns is the son of Sika. Roman Reigns' brother is Rosie... I was surprised. I, yes. I knew about that. I didn't yes. I didn't remember it. Roman Reigns is second generation. Oh man, I've lost this game. You've lost this game. Oh jeez. With one question left. Let's see how you do. Shane McMahon. Third generation. Shane McMahon is the son of Vince Jr. The grandson of Vince Sr. That's three generations. However, his, he's the great-grandson of Jess McMahon, the true patriarch of the McMahon family, making him fourth generation. He's a game, like, you're right. He lost. Wow. I was going to be an easy game, but I was... I gave some tough ones, but... Man. Yes, I am an idiot. Hold on. I did not get that right. Hold on, I'm going to pause. Play that again. Yes, I am. I, 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 oh, man. There's no way your arch and Jeff could get this right. You know what, Jeff? This is an open invitation. I lost on purpose, my friend. I got, I got all those answers right. I knew exactly who these, this family tree was. You know, I was just building you up. Come over next week to a shot of wrestling, episode number 20, and play me. In games with Michael Hates. I dare you. I dare you, brother. Come on right in, and I'm going to take you down. I'm going to take you downtown, baby. We're mentioning Jeff. You know he's marking out right now. Bacon, whatever you call yourself. We're mentioning his name. He's marking out. Uh, we, we, mentioned, we mentioned Jeff, however, because Jeff comments on our posts and gives us his score along with Green Man's. If you want to play along with Green Man, let us know how you did. Comment on our Facebook comment on our Instagram or email us at inbox at shot of wrestling and maybe we'll maybe green man will invite you to the show to play along with him outsmart the green man are you smarter than the green man I gotta think of a name for this <laughs> we'll work on this any go home thoughts um, well if you're playing along with this week's drinking game we said mark now if you call, count the last the one the way, I just said. Speaking of Mark, shout out to my big brother Mark and Zolera. Thank you for watching <laughs> for the show. Big fan. Well, I just added some more. Mark Tolman. What's oh up, Mark God. Tolman? <laughs> okay. Don't so, yeah. if you were playing along with the show, now we have said Mark 
17 times this oh. episode. <laughs> Wow. Holy crap! You you I are you are a chunk with a shot of wrestling, which means you have to come back and listen to the show <laughs> because you don't remember anything. I don't remember saying "mark" that many times. Yeah, the, count them. They were there. Cool. So, any go home thoughts for you? Mm, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, good show. Getting ready for episode twenty. Vacant. I'm coming for you. Vacant. Or. WWE vacant 316. There, is, <laughs> there are several vacants I've found. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. To be part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. And Shot of Wrestling, no A, no A, on Twitter for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and to the fans, and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it, and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information or to be a sponsor, we're still looking for sponsors out there, email us at a at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. Yeah, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and please go back and listen to other episodes. Rate us. Let us let us yeah, know. Rate us on doing. iTunes. Let us know what's going let on. Let, let iTunes know, know that it. you like us or comment us on iTunes. That's all I got. Until next time, for the Green Man. I am Michael J. Putty, and Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. <laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>